Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. around my video. How are you all doing? I am uh, going live, currently borrowing my dear husband's uh, technology because why? Um, I, my, I had to mail my computer in, of course, right? Um, so here we go. We have three questions for this coach Q&A. Um, my spouse isn't willing to listen to me. I want to help him. Uh, what do I do? Second is, and please, if you have any um, questions, type them in. I'm here for you. Um, my other one um, is I often feel like I'm not good enough. Um, a mom, a not good enough employee or wife, I mess up on something every day. I feel like I'm the only one who feels this way. Um, so that's number two. And the third question we have is, I feel like I don't get enough time for myself. And on the weekends, the things I want to do that make me happy and feel relaxed don't involve the kids. How do I reframe this? Oh, sweet friend. Um, I'm afraid this is in the way. Nope. There we go so much. So let's get started. I want to teach my friend, my spouse, my, oh, uh, my immediate parent, my sister. I want to teach them all that I've learned, all that I know. So do I. Same seas, sweet friends. When we come to understand that we are not in control of the situations around us or those around us or um, the, the things that happen to us. The only thing we are in control of is how we respond to it, how we think about it, how we feel about it, and the actions we take around it. We also come to recognize that we can't control anyone. We can't control what they think. We can't control what they feel. And so often we want to teach people what we know so that we ourselves can avoid feeling negative emotions. So when you understand that there are no emotions that can harm you, there you your body can withstand any emotion, your brain can withstand any emotion, you understand that people's experiences, the way that they feel, the things that they are thinking are theirs only. They are theirs to own. And so we understand that we want our spouse to, to do things for us. We want our spouse to listen to us. Um, but we are not in control of what they do or say. So I think so often, you guys know that um, I was formerly, well, I still am a ADHD coach, um, but also a productivity coach. And my dear husband spends a thousand hours doing things and it drives me absolutely bonkers, right? I love him to death. But what we know is that I can't coach someone without their consent. We've made this rule in my marriage. I've had this conversation with my darling sister is that I 
can only offer suggestions. I cannot coach unless someone asks me to do it. So I'm wondering, we, we, we have this call um, on the Courageous Life Society. Someone wanted her adult child to start exercising. I mean, adult child, 18 year old in college. We're like, they really need to start exercising. It's really part of what they need to do. And here's the deal. If someone is forced into action, and how many of us have been forced into action, right? It won't last. It has to be something that we think of. It has to be something that our brains are behind and aware of and want to do. So I offer this to you as a way to say, like, how do you inspire action, inspire new ways of thinking, and that doesn't require you to force others to do what you want them to do. I know, I know. And I think that's um, also the thing um, that people sometimes come to coaching with mis, mis, misunderstanding. That's what we'll say. They're like, you're going to get me to do the things. Nope. It has to be your brain that gets you to do the things. And I'm not with you every moment of the day, just as you are not with your adult child, your um, your spouse, your um, young your young children, your sister. You're not with them all moments of the day. So it comes down to their thoughts and their emotions. So I just offer that to you as a way to say, like, stop, take a deep breath. Why do you need someone to listen to you? Why do you want someone to change? Breathe into that and know that oftentimes we want people to change to make ourselves feel better. How do you just feel better now? Okay, done. Boom. I feel like I'm not a good enough employee. I'm not a good enough wife. I'm not a good enough mom. I'm not a good enough friend. I'm not a good enough board member. I heard that. Um, I feel like I mess something up every day or multiple times a day. I'm the only one who feel this, feels this way. Well, first off, you aren't the only one that feels this way <laughs> um, because, right, we all have this deep sense of inadequacy. And I believe, sweet friends, that we, the truth of the, the truth of the matter is this, that our, our truth, our divine truth is that we are worthy now. We are loved. We are beloved. We are beautiful. We are all the things. And the lies that our brain tells us, our primitive brain that's designed to keep us stuck, to keep us enslaved, to keep us um, small, tells us that we're not good enough, tells us that we don't have what it takes, tells us that what we are doing right now is wrong and not helpful and fill in the blank, right? And so the work we have to do is, is retrain our brains back to the truth retrain our brains to see that we are good now, that we are worthy now, that you do not have to do anything, sweet friends, to be worthy. You don't have to prove anything. That's why I'm like, when people come to me and they're like, I have got to do this and this and this, and then I'll feel better about myself. No, the key is to know that you are good now. Lasting behavior change does not come from beating yourself up. And I know, I've tried, right? And so many of my clients try. And the difference comes, the change comes when you decide that you want to change, not be from a place of lack, but a, from a place of abundance and, and opportunity. It's not from like 
I'm not good enough now. So I've got to freak out and do something different. It's like, I am a worthy human and I'm just learning more. I'm learning more about myself. I am becoming who I am meant to be in this moment. And that comes with growth, but growth from a place of recognition that you are good now. Oh, sweet friends. Um, I'm so grateful for you guys because I think, no, I don't think, I know. People sell products, people sell things because they, they, they really hone in on our fears. And they say that if you have this, you will feel good. If you have this outfit, if you have this program, you'll do all of the things. And I know this because I bought pretty much every program when I first started my business, because I wanted to say, I'm not good enough right now. I need more information to make myself feel like I'm good enough. Here's the deal. It wasn't the information. It was the thoughts that I had about my worthiness that changed the story because I'm going to be honest, I pretty much didn't do any of the courses. It was when I changed my thoughts and I tell all of my clients this, you want to build a business. You want to um, be a good employee. You want to be a good mom. It's what you were telling yourself about that. And when you have thoughts that drive your emotion, let's say you want to feel confident in your uh, business. You need to think, I am doing what I need to do. I am good enough, so good. Oh, I'm strong enough. I am smart enough. And now I have the opportunity to grow in what I want to learn more about. Yes, <laughs> because it is not like I've got to frantically find the answer to what is wrong with me. And this is one of the reasons that I left the world of therapy. Now, I don't, therapy is great. I don't want to say that therapy is not, therapy is incredible and worthwhile and all the things, right? But my orientation is that you are good now, that nothing is wrong with you, that you get the opportunity to grow into more of who you are truly meant to be, to remember the truth of who you are, that you are not disordered, you are not broken. You are not bad. You are not right now. None of that is true about you. But we have a society that tells us that all of those things are true. We have marketers that see that, that disconnect and prey on that to say, if you just buy this, you will have all the things. I mean, let's be honest. I still buy, oh, the truth of who we are. I still buy things because I'm like, oh, this is going to teach me how to sleep better. It's my aura ring. You guys know I'm, I'm mildly. I still will do these things in the, in the belief that this is the next ticket to help me do something. No, what I need to do is to just get quiet and to remember that I have everything I need inside of me. If I'm quiet enough to remember the truth. And that's why I still work with a coach because I often, my primitive brain is so good at its job. It's good at looking for danger and it creates fake false senses of danger because we're not out in the wilderness looking for lions and tigers and bears of my, right? 
So it's looking for danger. It's keeping me safe. It's seeking immediate gratification. It's looking for those dopamine hits. So my brain, my primitive brain is really good at doing its job. I know something to brag about, right? And so oftentimes it will tell me, A, stay stuck, or you don't have what it takes. You don't know what you need to do. So you need to seek something outside of you. And that's with all of our procrastinate planning. That's with all of our, like, I need to buy something to teach me how to do this. That's, I think, um, it, you know, I do the Courageous Life Society. Um, it's a group coaching membership, and I'm really, really clear. I have not worked with specific marketers because I don't want anybody to feel like that they are unworthy. They can choose the group because it will help them open their eyes. I said this, um, I batch record things. And so this will come out, I think, in three weeks, maybe. It's like we um, are wearing glasses um, of, of, let's, I'm oh, sorry, I got sidetracked by trying to read a comment. It's like we're, we have glasses on, right? And these glasses are dirty or they're smudged, or that they um, are covered with um, the, the, the things people tell us, right? And all the messages that we've ever received. And so we cannot see clearly. We can't see the truth of what we can do because we are, are looking at the world and looking at ourselves with these, these dirty glasses, right? These smudged glasses. And so what I do, what my goal in life is to do is to help you wipe those, those, the smudges away from your metaphorical glasses, right? And so often I, we want someone else to clean our glasses for us, right? We think that this person has, but if you teach someone to do it, Five years from now, when their glasses get cloudy again, they can clean their own glass. I mean, I had a child who had glasses, sweet sassy. If I didn't teach him when he was five how to clean his own darn glasses, I would still be cleaning glasses, right? What you need to learn to do is to see the lies, to see the dirt, to see the grime, to say, oh my gosh, I want to see clearly. And how do I do that? It's by cleaning out the thoughts, the limiting beliefs, the automatic negative um, thoughts that have terrified me, that have held me captive for years. I want to see clearly. And the world will change when I can see with clarity the truth. And the truth is, I'm worthy now. As I say, like, go all in. And your brain may not believe that you were worthy now. May not. So what do you want to think? Like, I love practice thoughts. We're just climbing you um, up the ladder. Um, so my practice thought is I'm learning to believe that I am worthy. I want to believe that I am worthy. One day I will recognize that I am worthy now, not for what I do, but for who I am, for in my inherent value in this world. And I will mess up. I will make mistakes. I will, I will 
right? Fail many times. But I get to choose what that means. What we do all the time is befriend failure, right? But so many of us have decided that failure means that we aren't good enough. Failure means that something is wrong with us. It is untrue. It could be nothing further than the truth. If your value doesn't come in what works or doesn't, does not work, you got this. Okay, so final question. I'm trying to keep these short. Um, I feel like I don't get enough time to myself. On the weekends, the things I want to do to make me feel happy and relaxed don't involve the kids. How do I reframe this? Okay, so you guys know I'm a big fan of reframing our thoughts um, to help us understand. Or, um, and this can be kids, this can be spouse, this can be friends, this could be anything that you want to, your extended family, this can be anything. And so I want you to understand that if you feel like you don't get enough time for yourself, how do we find time for you? Are you, can you find pockets of time that, that you could sit and, and read or sit and reflect or journal or so often we see our, our lives as so busy and we don't think that we can stop. So one time inventory, my favorite thing, by the way, I'm doing one next. Nope. Uh, the last week of, of is next week? No, we still have another week. I can't find, oh, my phone's right here. Um, I, okay, so I uh, am doing it not next week, but the week after. It's the last week of March, I think. I'm doing a time inventory for five days. So maybe you want to join me on that. And we're going to see if we have pockets of time. We're going to see if there are areas that we could um, find time for ourselves. So the question is also on the weekends, I can't relax. So we're telling ourselves I can't relax or have fun if I'm around my kids. What if you can? What if we could change that thought for you? What if that thought is optional? Because it is. So what if you could say I could do fun things for myself and my kids can be around? So let's say that how could you relax with your kids around? You could do yoga. I have a really great picture of my five-year-old trolling me. I mean, he wasn't trolling me. I just someone said that and I couldn't stop laughing. I can do yoga with my kids climbing on my back. It's my state of mind, right? I can go on a walk and uh, have my husband watch them. Like, what, what do you need to do to feel happy and relaxed? What if it's a puzzle? What if it's a... Um, a thing. How do you stay in the moment and enjoy that? How do you get 30? How do you carve out 30 minutes for yourself to be like, okay, you guys, here's the deal. They could watch a movie. They could watch TV. I have no shame in allowing technology to work for you in moderation, right? And we've told moms everywhere that they aren't good enough if they let their, their kids watch, I don't know, a movie while they do something else, baloney, baloney, okay? So I want you to really understand that I can feel happy and relaxed with my kids around. That's a thought for you. 
And another thought to try on would be, I can make time for myself on the weekends before the kids wake up, after the kids wake up or while they're awake for just me. So maybe it is, the reframing is, I want to understand that I'm going to change what it means for me to feel relaxed because I'm going to be super intentional about relaxation. So often we think watching Netflix makes us feel relaxed. Yes, it does, depending. Some of us watch um, Netflix and then feel guilty about it. That's not relaxation. So how do you find time for you in ways that feel good and not ways that are fake relaxing, that are fake self-care? Self-care has to feel good for you or it's not self-care. It's not an escape. Oh my gosh, we're gonna talk about that next time because I just realized I'm supposed to keep this at 15 minutes. That ship sailed, right friends? But we're gonna talk next week about escaping versus self-care. And I also did a a podcast on this. So is it escaping or is it self-care? Okay, sweet friends, don't forget. I love you all. Don't forget to send in your stories, um, questions, anything that you need for me. Um, If you are ready to, I I do a free 15 minute, like, what are you working on? Feel better. Here's point A to point B. Here's how you can get there. Do it. Um, I do that as well. So you can always go to jessicastong.com. Love you all. XO. Now I have to remember um, how to uh, exit all of these. Um, The fun never ends. Okay. Well, sweet friends, I'll see ya. Thanks so much. Bye. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.